and welcome to the Right Into Health podcast. Now this week I am talking about the longevity revolution. This is inspired from a talk I listened to by a guy called Jeff Peerman talking about growing older and how we need to rethink how we deal with that. Welcome to this week's episode. Now, I am talking about life after 50. I might just scan it down a bit to life after 40. Now, uh, did you know that more and more people go into business after 50? Um, And why do they do that? Well, there's a whole lot of theories behind that. The traditional model for life used to be 20 years of education, 40 years of family and stuff, and 10 years of retirement. And a lot of societies still consider retirement to be 60, 65, and retirement must, means that you're gonna to stop to withdraw, that sort of thing. Um, and I would like to challenge that thought because we live longer, we're living longer and longer than ever before. And uh, it's actually unusual for you to, um, depart this life in your 60s it's more common for you to last into your 70s 80s 90s and all uh, even beyond that so do we actually need to call it retirement to begin with Um, a lot of people say 60 is the new 50 no no no. 60 is the new 60 because we are now living healthier lives living longer living better and 60 used to be you know you were sort of past it and over the hill and that sort of thing 60 no there's still a lot of people uh, working at 60 did you know that new zealand is second behind iceland in the highest amount of people that are still working after 65 which is quite an amazing statistic so we've not added decades to the life expectancy simply to extend old age. We need to rethink what happens in the middle. And I would actually like to challenge the fact that you need to start thinking about that right back into your 40s. And that um, is talking about health and wellness choices and all those sorts of things. So maybe we shouldn't be working our butts off. Perhaps we should be doing a bit more leisure sort of activities. Maybe our 60, 40, 10 needs to actually chop up a bit. And maybe, just maybe, the midlife crisis of the 40s actually is not a midlife crisis. Maybe it's a midlife realization. I would certainly say that because I totally changed everything I did and changed careers and quit my job and set up a business and everything like that in my early 40s. And that was because I got to the point where I thought, just hang on, we're only on this little old planet for a short time. Why am I wasting my life um, doing stuff that I don't like? So how old is old? Well, the pension age, we could talk about that. That's 65. Um, apparently prime age for workers is between 25 and 54 so anybody who's over 54 you passed it apparently according to society's uh, thoughts I would like to challenge that quite honestly because um, well there's a lot of things that the 54 year old knows that a 25 year old does not know um, then of course we've got to look at the average age um, Australia's 62 uh, um, apparently they think you're elder, uh, old when you're 62 and apparently they think you're elderly when you get to 70 dearie me Australia so 
the chronological age, I would say, is very, very unreliable for determining old age. So you can't actually go by numbers. Now, I've always said this, that uh, age is just a number. I've always said that. Um, I'd like to repeat it because age is just a number. I would like you to ch uh, challenge you to tell me what a typical 50-year-old looks like. Yeah, that's not quite so easy. So, um, now we're looking at uh, life lasting longer. What are we going to do? We're going to have to fill all this extra space in life before we get to old age. So some people are choosing to stay in employment. Some people are choosing a flexible work working environment. Some are choosing to go and change career, to create a career, like make a hobby into a career. Some are um, just going to retire. Some buy a house, buy a business, buy a franchise. Well, who knows? What, what is it you're going to do when you get to those mid-years? Because retirement, we're just going to extend it a bit further on to maybe 80-odd or something. So just think about this. If you are 50 right now, you possibly might only be halfway through your life. So that's an awful lot of the rest of your life you're going to stick on a shelf and call retirement, wouldn't you say? So I would like to challenge you to think about that differently. Now, there was also some chat in, when, in this talk that uh, Jeff Pierman did about the traditional model, about the longevity bar being 20 education, 40 work and 10 leisure. And he was talking about mixing it up somewhat. So some people take a gap year in their 20s, some actually go and take themselves around the world in their 50s or so. Um, then we're talking about the risk of loss of talent to the workforce. We're looking talking about the risk of loss of uh, purpose in your life. So if you've always worked and suddenly you don't, what are you gonna do with all the rest of that space that you've got? You need to have some type of purpose to carry on. And if you're going to carry on until you're 80 odd, you better make sure you're healthy and fit and well. And so maybe you need to actually be looking at that further back in your 30s and your 40s because that will help you sustain this active, proactive lifestyle an awful lot longer. Um, if we look at stats just for New Zealand, the 60 plus market is projected to grow by a third by 2030. And there's um, also a projected increase in income from work for people over 65. So you've got an awful lot of years left in you. What are you going to do with them? You may well have an awful lot of cash left in you too. What are you going to do with that? If you are old and decrepit and sitting on the couch and doing not a lot, you better get your butt off that couch and get moving. That's what I would say. Um, freedom of choice. So um, if you are at the point where you actually don't need to work, you could choose to work or choose not to work. You could choose to pause work and go and trot off and do something else and come back to it. Because after all, if you're only 50, you might only be halfway through your life. And then, and then what is it you're going to do with all this time? So you could trot off and live your life to the full if you've got plenty of spare cash. You could go and do a part-time job. You might want to make your hobby a job. All of these things are all going to need some energy and some purpose and some health and fitness about them, I would say. So I, th I challenge you to think more about your health and your wellness when it comes to getting past your mid-30s, 40s, because actually that's when you're going to have to start looking after yourself more 
to make sure that you last longer because after all the projected average age now is way up into the 80s so you've got a lot of years forward in you yet so you better make sure that you're hit and fit and healthy and well enough to actually execute those one perfect example is a lovely lady we used to have as a regular client who was 79 she still lived independently still drove here herself and uh, joined us because she wanted to keep moving and keep strong and she had such a busy life she would go swimming three times a week and all sorts of other things and she'll tell you what some of the classes she was running rings around the people half her age now what quality of life are you going to have if you do not have that sort of strength about you when you get to that age you're going to be sitting with your ice cream in the, on the beach doing not much else or maybe you're going to be sitting in your armchair behind the fire looking out because you can't find the energy to do much else retirement no next stage of your life yes we need to mix this up a bit and we need to get moving people we need to look at how we target health and wellness in the 40s plus and the 50s plus and the 60s plus because you've got a lot of life left in you yet so what are you going to go out and do with it that's my question to you today